Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Pauling. Today, we are on a journey through Scripture. We hope you'll join us as we make 66 stops through each book of the Word of God. In our journey through Scripture, we've come to one of my favorite books of the Bible. It's the little book of Ruth in the Old Testament. It is one of only two books in the Bible that bear the name of women. The other, of course, being Esther. I think it's very interesting, but Esther was a Jewish girl. Ruth is a Gentile girl. Uh, Esther was a Jewish girl who married a Gentile and saved the promised line. Ruth is a Gentile girl who married a Jew and extended the promised line. And so... Both of them find their way into this beautiful story of the coming of Messiah. Oh, it's wonderful that he comes to the Jew, but it's to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Salvation is of the Jew, but it's not just for the Jew. And so whether you are an Esther or you're a Ruth, whether you're a Jew or Gentile, we're all made one in Christ. It's an amazing book. Now, Ruth was a Moabitess girl, and uh, she was a young lady that never would have known God except for grace. And that's really the message of the book of Ruth. It is a message of grace. If you begin in Ruth chapter number 1 and verse number 1, you begin with this phrase. The Bible says that this story takes place in the days when the judges ruled, which means that the little book of Ruth literally in history fits into the book we just studied, which was the book of Judges. So the whole story fits right into the setting of the last book, the time of the judges. And the book of Ruth is the story of one family living at this particular time. The short version of this story is that there were, uh, was a family that left Bethlehem and moved down to Moab. Now that's a story all its own of them departing from Bethlehem and why they did it because of a famine. The man's name was Elimelech. His wife's name was Naomi. They have two sons. They moved down into Moab. The two sons each marry Moabitess women. One of those was this young girl named Ruth. Elimelech and his two sons die, and Naomi is left all by herself and decides to go back to Bethlehem, Judah, back home. It's really a beautiful picture of the backslider, the one who knows God but has been away in the far country returning to the Lord. And when she does, she brings someone with her. My friend, if you're away from God, if you'll come back to the Lord, you never know who may come with you. It's the beautiful work of the grace of God multiplying. And so when Naomi returns, she brings with her her daughter-in-law, Ruth. Now Ruth, of course, has a divine appointment with a man by the name of Boaz. This was all orchestrated by the good providence of God. And Boaz is for us a picture, and quite a picture, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Boaz was willing to put everything on the line, his reputation, his riches, everything, so that Ruth could enter into his family. And in doing so, Naomi gets the blessing. It's a wonderful story of the grace of God. I, I've even gone so far as to say the book of Ruth is a testimony book. Chapter 1 is the testimony of the backslider. Chapter 2 is the testimony of the blessed. Chapter 3 is the testimony of the betrothed because, you see, Ruth is going to have a beautiful romance and a relationship with Boaz. She's going to become his wife. Chapter 4 is the testimony of the bought. 
This is the testimony of the grace of God, the Lord at work in an amazing way. And really the main character is not so much Naomi or even Ruth. It is this kinsman redeemer. It is this man named Boaz. Here's the key verse of the book. At the end of the book, in Ruth chapter 4, verse 14, the women said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. Oh, there's a lot of potential in that one verse. Who is the kinsman? Well, the whole theme of the book of Ruth is the theme of redemption, literally to be bought. Now, there is a romance in Ruth, but basically the message is a message of redemption. You see, she was a Gentile. The only way that she could come in to the family, the only way that she could be brought into the blessing is that someone who loved her had to be willing to purchase everything that belonged to her. And that particular person had to be a near kinsman. It had to be someone that was was close enough to purchase everything and would have the resources to do so. Well, praise God, Boaz steps up to the plate and says, I'll be the Redeemer. I'll be the one who's willing to put everything on the line to purchase all of this. You see, the marks of the Redeemer was they had to have the right to redeem by relationship. They had to have the power to redeem and they had to have the will to redeem. Let me tell you, that's the Lord Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. He had the right to redeem because He became a man. He was made of a woman. He became one of us. He had the power to redeem in His own precious, sinless blood. And thank God He had the will to redeem because He was not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Did you know in this short little book of only four chapters that the word redeem or buy or purchase is found 15 times? Why is that? Because this is God's great message in Ruth. It's a message of redemption. It's a message of Jesus Christ paying in full our sin debt and purchasing all so that we could be saved, so that we could know God and enter in to the blessing. Once this transaction takes place, Ruth is able to enjoy everything. She has to wander no more. There's no more danger, no more thirst, no more hunger, no more guilt. Sounds a lot like salvation, doesn't it? She's a picture of the Gentile bride of Christ. She's a picture of us, the church, coming into relationship through redemption. And I'm going now to the cross. And Jesus Christ's final words to Talisthai, it is finished. Did you know the word he spoke there, it is finished, was used as a merchant term in Bible days? That's right. When someone had their bill paid in full, it was stamped with a word. It was stamped with a word to Talisthai. Literally, when Christ said it is finished, he was saying it is paid in full. It is Paid in full. Friend, your sin debt has been paid in full today. So whoever you are, perhaps you're Ruth, outside of Christ, never been saved, not a member of the family of God, your sin debt has been paid in full. Christ is your Redeemer. He loves you. He wants you to come into His family. Perhaps you're Naomi. You're that backslider wandering from God and returning empty and wondering about your future, broken and bitter Oh, my friend, when you come to the end of this book, Naomi's not bitter. She's blessing the Lord. Listen to the words again to Naomi. Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. See, Christ not only saves the lost, he reclaims the backslider. 
That's what grace does, friend. That's what grace does. That's the power of the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ. It lasts forever. Did you know Boaz's name means in him is strength? My friend, in Christ is strength. The last word in the book of Ruth is David. Why? Because it is a picture of the son of David, the Redeemer which was to come, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, friend, this is not just God's message to Ruth or Naomi. This is God's message to me and God's message to you. And why does He do it? He does it that His name may be famous. Friend, there is no name like the name of Jesus Christ. There's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. If you're lost or you're away from God today, would you call on His name, that famous name? Speak the name of Jesus today. Cry out to Him in faith. He'll extend grace to you. And if you've experienced that grace, if you have that testimony, would you speak that marvelous name today? Would you make His name famous wherever you go? This is what we learn as we journey through Ruth. Friend, did you know that the purpose of the Bible is not to know the Bible, the facts, the people, the places, but instead the purpose of the Bible is to know God. Do you know Him? Do you know that God has already done everything necessary for you to know Him? Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to pay for your sin debt. It is our prayer that you will trust Jesus today. If you'd like additional help in your Christian life, be sure to visit our website, scottpauley.org. Among the many resources we have available, we're excited to make available to you a Journey Through Scripture daily Bible reading plan. This will be a tremendous help in our current study. Until next time, may God help you to enjoy the journey.